Michelangelo Signorelli, Sirius XM OutQ. Welcome back. I'm Michelangelo Signorelli on Sirius XM OutQ 108. Chris Cluey is the former Minnesota Vikings punter who has had a platform nationally as a football player and used it to speak out on marriage equality. He'd actually been speaking out on many issues for a long time, writing for a blog for one of the uh, Minneapolis newspapers. But it was when he, and he'd spoken out on marriage equality before, but it was when he spoke out for his friend Brendan Iambadejo, Minnesota, I'm sorry, Baltimore Ravens player who was attacked by a legislator in Maryland for his advocacy of marriage equality. That blog post of Chris Cluey's went viral, and he received enormous amount of attention uh, for his advocacy for equal rights for gay and lesbian people and for marriage equality. And he came on our program at that time. And from there, both he and Brendan and I and Badejo really led the charge and I believe really helped to create the atmosphere in which uh, Jason Collins, NBA player, made history coming out as the first uh, gay man coming out in the major leagues. News just a few weeks ago that Brendan and I and Badejo was cut by the Ravens. Then we just learned that Chris Cluey was cut uh, from the Minnesota Vikings, uh, where he was a punter. They recruited somebody new. And there have been some saying that it was because of his advocacy. The Minnesota governor, Mark Dayton, just saying that uh, within the past day, that it doesn't look right and it looks like it was his outspokenness that uh, was also uh, a factor here. Joining me once again on the show right now to talk all about it is Chris Cluey. Welcome back to the show, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, you really had done uh, an enormous amount. And uh, boy, seeing Minnesota vote down that marriage amendment, and here we are on the eve of Minnesota actually uh, maybe uh, having marriage equality, a uh, pretty extraordinary to see. And, 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 and certainly it's got to feel good for you seeing all of that kind of progress on an issue you were passionate about. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really good to see it, especially here in Minnesota. I know they're having the vote today, and you know, hopefully, hopefully it goes the right way because it's it's something that, as a society, we need to realize that if we try to oppress people, if we try to to limit people's freedoms, then essentially we're sowing the seeds of our own destruction because that gives rise to conflict and it gives rise to discord. Uh, and yet, uh, here uh, in the middle of this debate in Minnesota, you get the news. Uh, that you were cut uh, from the Vikings. And there have been a lot of commentators um, saying, you know, NBC Sports uh, interviewed you. You said to them as well, it's a shame that, the, that a league with players given multiple second chances after arrests, including felony arrests, that speaking out on human rights has a chance of getting you cut. Do you believe, as others do as well, that, that your outspokenness uh, really played a role in what the team did in cutting you? Well, I, I honestly don't know because I'm I'm not in those meetings. You know, I don't I don't know what's said between managers, between coaches, and uh, 
you know, all I can do is, is go out and just punt to the best of my ability and, you know, trust in the, the body of work that I've put together over the years, which is, has been pretty consistent. What did you think of what the governor said uh, speaking up today? Uh, governor Dayton said he, he didn't feel good uh, about what happened, that it just didn't look right. Yeah, well, I mean, that was that was cool to hear from the governor because, you know, generally governors don't speak out about football players. That's, uh, <laughs> you, know, don't, don't, you don't hear that very often. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where right now, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping to, to latch on with another team and, and hopefully continue my football career because I feel like I have at least four, maybe five, you know, possibly more years left of playing at a very high level. Yeah, and I guess that was one of the reasons why people thought that this just didn't seem right. Uh, you're young, you still uh, have years left to play, um, and, you know, here they did something uh, at the height of your career as well as while you're speaking out on this issue, and yet you've said that uh, it's all been worth it, that, that speaking out and making advancement on this issue has been uh, more important to you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally correct, because... To me, it's it's something that, you know, if, if I'm going to be remembered for something, I would rather be remembered for, you know, something that, that helps people's lives, that, that keeps children from wanting to kill themselves, you know, as, as opposed to playing football. Because as much as I love playing football, and, and I really do enjoy playing football, there are serious societal issues that plague our, our civilization, and, and they're things that we need to address. And if no one ever speaks out, then nothing ever gets changed. Les Carpenter of Yahoo Sports writes, There is an idea in football that punters should be seen and not heard. Football coaches are men who were raised as linemen and linebackers and running backs. They come from a world where the punter is an annual story in the local newspaper and not an Internet sensation doing photo shoots for Out Magazine. Uh, they despise controversy. Talk a little bit about that and and and, and your actual uh, position on on the team and how that might have played into this. Well, you know, I, I think there is that idea, you know, that if you're a if you're a specialist like a, a punter or a kicker, you know, your, your job is to just go out and punt or kick and, and never be heard from again. But you know, I, I think that's that's kind of ludicrous because there's a very rich tradition of athletes in America throughout American history, you know, standing up for societal issues, whether it's Jackie Robinson, whether it's Muhammad Ali, you know, whether whether it's any of the people who stood up and said something. And I think this this thought that your job defines you, that you can only be your job, that you can't talk about anything else. You know, it really goes against the, the spirit of what America is about, which is that every citizen in this country should be vested in what this country, where it's headed. And and to think that if you do a certain job that you can't speak out about what you see in society, that that, to me, it, it flies against everything that, that we were founded on. When you were here uh, last, we talked about when we might see a, a player come out uh, in the NFL, a football player. Uh, certainly, you've been outspoken uh, as an ally, as a straight ally. Uh, Brendan Ayabadejo, others have been outspoken. Uh, but we've only seen former players come out uh, in the NFL. Uh, and then we just saw uh, Jason Collins, first um player in the major leagues, in the NBA, uh, come out as gay. I really believe that the the discussion you helped to foster uh, helped to make that possible. I'm curious about what your thoughts were on seeing uh, Jason Collins come out. Well, I was just really happy for him because, you know, now he's, he's able to live his life. He doesn't have to hide who he is. And 
no one should ever have to hide who they are because it's not healthy for you. You know, it can lead to emotional problems, it can lead to physical problems. And the one of the things in his article that really struck me was when he wrote, you know, for the past 33 years, I felt like I've been baking in an oven. I, I couldn't sleep at night. And to me, that's that, that's an indictment on, on us as a society, the fact that we have people living in this country that feel like they have to live that way. You know, that's, that's not a healthy sign. Do you think that the uh, environment in the NFL um, is in a place where uh, somebody could do what Jason Collins did in the NBA? Were you surprised it was in the NBA and not the NFL first? No, not, re- not really. I mean, cause, because to me, I think any of the major sports leagues, the four major men's sports leagues, are you know it'd be equally difficult to come out in, in any of them simply because of the fact that no one's done it before. And so, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful in the NFL that the environment is there for a, for a gay player to come out. You know, I'm, I'm certainly not going to push for anyone to come out because that's their choice to make. And I think a lot of guys are going to wait and see what happens with Jason and see, is he allowed to compete for a job? And, you know, if he has the skill set to do that job, is he going to get it? Because in his case, he's a free agent, um, which you are now. He's not uh, on a team. Uh, he's really got to now see if he can actually get a job uh, as an openly gay player. And is that something you think he he could have, if he was on a team, if he was uh, more of a well-known player, that he could have come out, that it would have been more risky in that sense? Well, it's one of those things that, you know, we just, we don't know because it's uncharted territory. And, you know, there's there's that that argument to be made that, yeah, you know, if a superstar came out, then it would be easier for them because, you know, a team's probably not going to cut them. But at the, at the same time, it's you know anyone who comes out in a major sports league has already proven themselves to be among the best of the best in the world, and to think that just because they're not a superstar in the league that they can't play is you know again that's kind of ludicrous. What are some of the uh, responses you've received uh, over the past year, certainly, um, where you really became well-known as a supporter? You defended Brendan Ayabadejo when uh, he had come under attack by a Maryland legislator. Um, your, your blog just went completely viral ballistic, <laughs> and you really became a hero um, to uh, LGBT people. Talk about that response, and I'm sure you heard from so many young people. Yeah, well, it was, you know, it was cool to see kind of the, the overwhelming response of, of support, but it's also really sad to see the fact that, you know, people people are so happy to have someone speak up for them, for their ability to live their own lives free of oppression that that really doesn't say good things about, you know, what we've done as a culture. I mean, it we, we shouldn't be a culture where someone has to thank you for speaking up for their basic right to live their own life. I mean, that, that, that should be everyone's right, that, you know, no matter what your race is, no matter what your religion is, no matter what your sexuality is, you should be allowed to live your own life. You have spoken out about a lot of other issues uh, as well, and yet it was this issue that really seemed to uh, get a lot of attention. Do you feel that this issue is particularly uh, a lightning rod? I mean, you and other players speak out on a variety of other issues, and it doesn't seem to get this kind of attention. Well, I think it's because the uh, the LBGTQ issue in our society today is is really the civil rights issue of our day. It's the fact that there are American citizens who pay their taxes, who serve in our military, who are denied the same benefits that every other citizen can benefit from. And to me, that 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 you can't describe that any other way than as discrimination. If you have citizens who are fulfilling their obligations to the country and then they are denied from getting their benefits, that is the essence of discrimination. 
now as a free agent, um, you obviously are, as we were just saying, in the same position that uh, Jason Collins is, except, of course, uh, he's openly gay. You are a, a straight supporter of gay rights, but one who's been very outspoken uh, on the issue. Are are you at all fearful that this becomes an issue for you now in, in trying to uh, get picked up by another team? Um, I would hope not, because the thing is, is that, you know, all all that I'm asking, you know, all that you know, I would imagine Jason or, or any other gay athlete is asking is that judge us by what we do on the field. You know, judge judge by our athletic ability, not not by who you are, not by what you say. Judge us by what we do. And so I think that's one of the things that, that gay athletes are gonna be watching for very closely is you know what does happen to Jason. Is he able to find work if he proves that he has the athletic ability to do so? And yet, um, as we talked about at the outset, there's the possibility that you were judged on uh, something else uh, besides your work uh, and and that it was about your advocacy. Were you surprised when uh, the Vikings uh, had uh, drafted uh, a new punter? Yeah, I was kind of surprised because, you know, I, I hadn't had any word of that. You know, I, I didn't have any idea that was going to happen. And generally when a team drafts a punter in the fifth round, that's, you know, that that's the guy they're going to go with. And I felt my career with the Vikings was pretty strong, and I had hoped to retire with the Vikings after another, you know, five or six or seven years because I really liked the idea of playing with one team your entire career. But unfortunately, you know, that's that's the nature of the business. And and again, like I said, you know, I, I wasn't in those meetings. You know, I don't know what the rationale used is. It, it, all I can do is just go out and, and keep punting well. Do they usually give people an idea, a hint before it happens? Do you usually have some idea it's going to happen? Uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, you know, some coaching staffs will will let a player know. Some coaching staffs won't. So, I, I again, that's more a personal preference of you know of the organization. What's your plan um, off the field as well? You've been doing a lot of uh, speaking. You've certainly been uh, making sure that you. Um, do whatever you can to support uh, young people uh, who are uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. You've been doing a lot of that kind of work. Are you continuing that work? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I've been speaking at schools, you know, kind of speaking out on this, this issue of equality and the idea of rational empathy as something that we need to pursue as a society. Um, I have a, a book coming out June 25th that you know, I'll, I'll probably be doing book stuff during the, uh, <laughs> during the downtime that I have. But it's you know that that's one of the things where I like doing all that stuff away from the field because it gives me a chance to to talk to people and you know kind of address some of these issues. But when I'm at the football facility, you know, when I'm on the field, my focus is 100% football because that's what I'm being paid to do. That's what I'm there for. And you know, I, I think that's where the idea of of speaking out as being a distraction is you know it kind of falls flat on its face. And that you know I'm I'm never going to put it in someone's face. I'm never going to preach or proselytize or you know make someone uncomfortable. Because to me, that's not what I'm there to do. I'm there to play football. Your book actually is about uh, a whole bunch of issues, a whole bunch of essays that you've written on various issues. What are some of the other topics you bring up? Um, well, like I said, the main one is rational empathy, kind of the, the idea that societies that don't practice empathy inevitably collapse because they foster their, their own destruction. Um, there's some random stuff in there, uh, some, some funny stories. Uh, the letter to Emmett Burns is in there. Um, some musings on uh, augmented reality, kind of what we're seeing in the future in that regard. And uh, essentially, it's it's a snapshot into my mind, so be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're really, I mean, among uh, football players, um, you know, you're somebody who 
uh, really talks about a lot of issues, thinks about a lot of issues. I'm curious what some of your teammates think, not just about your advocacy on LGBT uh, rights, but also just being so outspoken on issues when many of them are not. Well, you know, they, they just look at it that that's, that's something I choose to do. And the thing is, there's a lot of very smart guys in football. It's just most of them, you know, just they, they play and then they go home and, and take care of their families because, you know, they're, they, they don't want to risk anything by, by potentially being viewed as a distraction. And unfortunately, what that does is it creates the perception that football is filled with dumb guys because that's the only people you hear about, you know, the guys getting arrested for stuff. So it's, it, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I've had plenty of really good conversations with teammates. I've lots of smart, intelligent conversations. And, uh, you know, you've got to find a way to pass the time between meetings somehow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that the um, team owners and the leagues wouldn't want to uh, have people who are smart, smart and outspoken and, and feeling stimulated uh, rather than just kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of not even really uh, stimulating their minds and 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 sort of engaging in debate. And I'm not sure how they feel it. It could hurt in any way uh, the playing of the game or distract from anything. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, that's that's I'm I'm not an owner. I'm not a coach. So again, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what the uh, what the thought process is there. Well, I want to thank you for uh, all of the work you've done and certainly uh, for coming and speaking with us. We've always enjoyed talking to you. I hope we'll be continuing to uh, have this conversation, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Chris Cluey, a former Minnesota Vikings punter, uh, a member of the National Football League, currently a free agent and a huge supporter of LGBT rights and an author now, too. Look for his book. Google it on Amazon. We're back in a few minutes. The Michelangelo Signorelli Show on Sirius XM.